God is good. He really is. And before we start, there's a few house rules. You know when you're on an aeroplane and you get told you, can't, you know, where the exits are and everything? Well, I've been told what I can and what I can't do here. See, because I have four people uh, living in... Well, no, I have three, actually, now living... I forgot, Esther, you're not there anymore, are you? So, I, do you know, I wondered where she'd been. You know, this past year, I thought, I haven't seen Esther for a while. <laughs> See, I made a mistake there because I was told not to, allow, to mention any names just in case I get the wrong name because, uh, <laughs> you know, especially that one over there. What's it? Lydia, that's what they say. And, uh, you know, it was funny because it's like when I said, I'm going to be speaking in your church, it wasn't, oh, that's good. It's like, well, don't do this, don't do that. Make sure you don't say about this and make sure you turn the microphone off because you're not singing with me. Now, I'm not saying who said that or anything, okay, but... Um, <laughs> But, you know, and so all these rules, what I can and can't do, but I know there's freedom in the house, isn't there? There's freedom in the house, so we can do whatever we want to do, because I'm here and they're there. You know, in fact, I might preach at you guys, because none of them are over here, sort of thing, you know, sort of, uh, but no, uh, each one of my children are a blessing to me, and uh, soon to be a granddad, and I know I'm far too young looking to be a granddad, but, um, you know, but maybe... Um, the baby will be able to hear me as well and she, a bump when she's saying hallelujah or something like that sort of uh, but uh, you know so uh, but like I say it's great to have an opportunity of being here I know people have been praying for me and um, oh there it is I'm looking to see where the clock is no okay because um, you know it's sort of uh, he was telling me about that as well but um, I thought there might be something over there and I thought I can't see anything so that's great let's carry on but anyway but for some of you uh, have been praying for me, I, I haven't been too well this past few months and uh, I went to the doctors for a blood test as you do, uh, you know, just a general blood test and then I get sent up to A&E and spend a week in hospital and it's like, what is going on here sort of thing. And as a result, um, I've now got um, a, a kidney disease and uh, my kidney function is very low. And you might find me getting very dry in my mouth, but that's part of it as well. And also the nerves of having the children here. But anyway, so but I, I just want to bring you up to date. I went to the doctors about three weeks ago, and I said to the doctor, how long is this going to last for? Because I, I'm too tired, I'm exhausted all the time, I can't do this, I can't do that. And he turned around and says, Calvin, you're just going to have to take it one day at a time. And that annoyed the life out of me. It really did. So I got into my car, one day at a time, one day at a time. My goodness me, one day at a time. What does that mean? Driving home, getting so annoyed at the doctor for saying that to me. And then I paused and had a thought about it. And then I remembered the song, okay? And I can't sing, I'm not allowed to sing, okay? One day at a time, sweet Jesus. And I thought, you know, that's what I've got to do. And that's what we all need to do as believers, is that we have one day at a time, we invite Jesus into where we're at, and we'll see what he's going to do. And that's, where, that's how I've lived for the past three weeks. I have to see the doctor on Tuesday, and um, believe that God's going to do something. You know, but it's, it's not stopping me from doing anything, but I believe that God is going to do something. And I just want to encourage you, thanks for praying. If you haven't prayed for me, do pray for me because prayer is so important and believe that God is going to do something as well. So one day at a time for each one of us, that's so important. But we have to invite Jesus in, invite Jesus into our situation, into our circumstance. And things change. Things really do change because when we ask Jesus in, 
He comes and he dwells with us and things happen. Things happen. Things change and everything. It's nothing to do with what I was going to speak about tonight, but anyway. So um, I've got this thing that's interesting. Um, I'm not quite sure how to work it. But um, if you've got your Bibles, turn to um, the Gospel of Mark. Mark um, chapter 5. That came on and I didn't even do anything. So there you go. Put that down. And um, (laughs) Mark 5 as an amazing chapter full of impossibilities until Jesus comes in. Jesus comes and does something and things change. And that's the the beauty of Jesus Christ in our lives, that we can be in a situation in in Mark 5, we have different things happening, we have um, a demon-possessed man, we have a a dead daughter, and we have a a, a diseased woman. And these three situations are, are so impossible for things to happen and then Jesus comes in and things change. Thing, Jesus touches, our, uh, reach out to Jesus and things change. And I want to look here this evening at just one of these and that's the, 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 the lady in um, at Mark 5 starting at verse 25. I'm just going to read it for you, okay? So Mark 5 starting at 25 says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from the physicians. She had spent all that she had and and was no better, but rather worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt her body that she had been healed of her affliction. Then Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that the power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But the disciples said to him, you see multitudes of people and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. We're going to leave it there. Here we have a situation where a woman had been in a situation for 12 years. And it wasn't just a matter that she wasn't well. But what happened was, was that uh, it says in the Leviticus there that anyone who uh, has been uh, bleeding will then become unclean. And being unclean in the Bible times means that no one touches them or they don't touch anyone at all. It means that they're not allowed to go here, they're not allowed to go there, they're not allowed to do this and not to... Basically, they've just been sent away to live on their own. You know, here we have this lonely woman who doesn't know what to do. Because she'd been and tried everything and nothing had helped. Nothing had helped at all. But then she heard, and this is so important, she heard about this man called Jesus. And because she heard about him, she wanted to reach out and touch him. She wanted to reach out. It says that, you know, if I I could only touch his clothes, or another version says, if I could only touch the edge of his garment things will be different. To reach out, what she'd heard, she acted on what she heard there. And here we have this situation here that this lady wasn't allowed to go and worship, she wasn't allowed to socialize, she'd probably been divorced because her husband didn't want anything to do with her. Completely on her own. But somehow, along the journey of her life, somehow, she'd heard 
of what Jesus had done. She had heard that Jesus had touched those who needed healing. She had heard that Jesus had touched those who were demon-possessed. She had heard that Jesus was the answer to what she had, but she needed to get to him. She needed to get to him. But there was a crowd of people. There was a crowd of people there, and she just needed to, and she realized that just one touch would change everything. Just the, just the one, just one touch will change everything. And tonight, I want to come and I want to share with you the fact that tonight, wherever we're at, whoever we are here in this place, with whatever circumstance, situations that we have, one touch from Jesus will change your situation. One touch from the Saviour, Jesus Christ, that we've sung about there, in Christ alone, will do something and change. But we have to be wanting to reach out. Reach out. You know that old, old song? Reach out and touch the Lord as he passes by. I don't know any more of those words, but uh, I've got, I might sing it later. It's on the bottom of the page. But anyway, but, but that's, that's what we are called to do. Reach out and touch him as he passes by because... He wants to do something in our lives. He wants to make a change where we're at. But this, this woman, who was a nobody, I believe can teach us so much, so, so much there that, uh, you know, that can help us. Reaching out just to touch the garment, just the edge, just one touch of Jesus. I know things will change. And I want to encourage you as well. We can learn so much. She, she heard about Jesus. And that's so important as believers that we are believers who are talking about Jesus. Who are saying about Jesus. Look what Jesus has done for me. So people can hear and want it as well. But what can we learn? Firstly, I, I want to look at and realize that you know, Jesus inspires this woman to do something. To act on what she'd heard. It, he inspires her because of what she'd heard. She'd heard he'd done so many things. But you know, sometimes we can be guilty of hearing but doing nothing about it. Nothing about it at all. We, we think, oh well, yeah, if he's done it for them, he can't necessarily do it for us. But he can. You know, again, another... I, I love to worship. I, I don't call myself a singer, I call myself a worshipper. You know, because when we, when we come together, you, you can go anywhere in the house, you know, when you're in the house of the Lord with believers worshipping. Oh, it doesn't matter where you are as long as we're worshipping the one true God. I had a choir of angels singing behind me uh, this evening. Absolutely beautiful. Michael, I don't, it may have been um, Elizabeth, but you were there as well. You know, the, the, choir, the choir was there. The, the choir, it was just beautiful. It was just beautiful. The angels were all around. And I just love to worship, you know, and, and just sing unto the Lord. Because he inspires me to draw close to him. He inspires me to want more of him. You know, situation and circumstances might be falling apart, but Jesus inspires me to want more of him. And this is with this woman. But she'd heard of what he'd done. She'd heard what he could do. And now it was her turn. But all these people, if only I could just get one touch, just one touch to reach out. It inspired her to keep going, to keep going and realizing that he's, he's there wanting to act on her behalf. But what, 
What inspires you? What inspires me? What, what in, inspires you in your situation, in your circumstance? Is it the word of God? Is it put on a worship song? You know, yesterday afternoon, I mean, our summer has been terrible. Yesterday was my, and Sarah's, 28th anniversary, wedding anniversary. And uh, Sarah's studying to be a nurse, so she was in the front room doing a study, and, and I was in the back room listening to, um, what was I listening to, Amy? Everything, uh, what's that? Mark, you, you were there! <laughs> I, th I thought Naomi was really getting into it as well. There was a bit of elevation worship and uh, Maverick City, that's the word, Maverick City there. And, and the, 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 the songs, the, the, the words that are there are just like, and I keep saying to her, do you sing this in your church? We don't sing it in our church either. And she goes, no, we don't. Do you sing this one? You should sing this one. And it's like, you know, and I can't remember any of them at all now, but, you know, we were worshipping just there and it was just inspiring me to just get connected to Jesus to reach out to him, to, to receive from him. And that's what he wants for each one of us as well. You know, she encouraged herself, if only, if only I could touch. If only I could reach out and touch there. One touch is going to change everything. She, she knew because she'd heard. Just one touch. She didn't want to hug him. She didn't want to have a conversation with him. She wanted to touch him. She wants to receive from him there. You know, hearing of Jesus inspires hope within us. And hope defeats the doubts. Hope defeats the doubts. When we have doubts and think, I'm not sure if that would happen for me. That's not of the Lord. That's not of the Holy Spirit. That's not of God. What it is, it's the enemy saying, you're not worth it. But Jesus is saying, you are. Jesus is saying, you are. You know, you see, doubt sees obstacles, but faith sees a way to make, to get there. All these people, she was able to reach out and touch him. And the second thing what we see is that um, Jesus is the faith mover. When we have faith in Jesus, it causes us to move and do something. It doesn't cause us to sit down and say, well, I'm okay, I've got faith now, I'm, everything's okay. It means I've got to go and do something. You know, she could have sat on her own, as she had done for the past 12 years, and thought, I've heard so much about Jesus. I've heard so much of what he can do, and I'll just sit here and hear a bit more. No, she said, I need to get over there. I need to get there. I need to reach out. I need to touch him, because I know he can do something in my life. Faith makes a difference. Her faith may have been only small, but we're told in Matthew 17 that faith as small as a mustard seed can change things. How's your faith here tonight? Are you thinking, I've got a massive mountain. How can I move that? Faith. Have faith in the Lord and believe it as well. The woman thought, if only I could reach out. And as soon as she did, Jesus says, who touched me? Who touched me? Imagine the situation. Imagine you're all getting up and you're all standing there and you're all heading towards me and someone, someone comes and touches someone else. And who touched me? Something happened. Something happened. Jesus knew straight away 
There's something happening because something left him and imparted into her. The touch of healing came into her body. All because she'd heard, she was inspired, and now she had the faith to put her to her feet and start to walk and do something and reach out. Reaching out to touching the Lord there. You know, it's interesting because there's lots of people around and the disciples said, look, look around you. All these people, how do we know who touched? But he knew. He knew. And tonight, wherever we're at, whatever situation or circumstance we're in, and if we haven't got a situation or circumstance that we're struggling with, then speak Jesus. Tell people about Jesus. Because those who have want to know that he's there to help them. You know, that those who have a touch of Jesus by faith are changed in a way because it says that she went home with peace. Now, I think we would all like to have a bit more peace. I think we all would, sort of thing. But that's what he can give us tonight. That's what Jesus can give us. It said he went home in peace there. Jesus is the peace that we all need. He is the peace that can help us in our situation and our circumstance. She was eager to get what she wanted from Jesus, but she got so much more. And that's the, the beauty of, of Jesus Christ, is that we can cry out to him and he blesses us so abundantly. He gives us so much more because that's what he is. He's got so much more for each and every one of us. It's there to help us because what happened is that she not only got inspired, she not only started to move in faith, but thirdly, she realized that Jesus cares. Jesus cares. You know, he cares for you, he cares for me. Whatever we're at or wherever we're at, he cares for us, he wants to help us as well. She found that Jesus had time for her. And as I've already said, that this woman was probably a loner because not because she wanted to be because no one would have anything to do with that yet Jesus cared it's interesting in verse 33 it says daughter your faith has made you whole go in peace and be healed of all your affliction now in that piece of passage there your faith has made you whole brilliant go in peace and be healed of your affliction. But Jesus spoke this word at the very beginning and he says, daughter. This woman for 12 years had been looked down on, probably spat on, completely ignored and trampled on. Yet Jesus, the son of the living God, says, daughter. What changed within her for that? All of a sudden she felt accepted. All of a sudden she felt not alone anymore. All of a sudden she felt, felt part of family because Jesus had called her daughter. Tonight, Jesus wants to call every single one of us here daughter and sons of the living God. How do we respond to it? It's so important for us to realize she was not only healed, 
but she become part of the family of God as well. Her faith in God had changed her situation. Jesus is never, never too busy. Never too busy for any of us at all. You know, this woman, these three things, she realized that in Jesus, what she heard inspired her to move and act upon the faith that she'd heard. She realized that Jesus cares. And then she also realized that Jesus was the source that she was looking for. He was everything that she was looking for. She'd been everywhere. She'd been to the doctors. She'd paid for this and done this and done that. and was getting worse until she met Jesus. She found Jesus the source that others could not supply. And I want to encourage you tonight, I want to encourage myself tonight, that when things don't go the way we feel they should, find your source in Jesus. Because he will help us. He really will help in each and every one of us. When things are disappointed, you know, and you think, oh, what's going to happen? He knows. And because he knows, we can trust him and believe that he's going to help us as well. Faith sees the invisible and receives the impossible. Faith sees the invisible and receives the impossible. This woman for 12 years had got to a point where everything was going to be impossible. There was nowhere for her to go. There was no more thing for her to do. What was going to happen? And then she reached out. Just one touch. Just one touch and things started to change. Jesus the source. This woman wasn't just a woman of, a, of disease and just read over her. This woman sh- can show us so much in our own life as well. It all started with one thing. It's not one thing. And something to encourage you here tonight. Jesus is worth talking about. You know, Jesus is worth talking about to others as well. You know, he's there to help us. He's there to, to, to help us. And when, when he helps us, let's testify. Let's testify. Let's t- look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Have you heard what God's done with, with Mabel down the road there? Have you heard what God's done? Have you heard what's happening in living hope? Whoa! See what God is doing. You know, it, it, it thrills me when I watch your Facebook page and I see all these kids at, at these camps and everything. God is on the move. He's doing things. He's doing things and he wants to do more and more as well for each and every one of us. But it's up to us. It's up to us. Share. We, want. we used to have a, a, a lecturer in Bible college and, uh, called Colin Hurt. And uh, he used to always wind everyone up by asking, are you, are you all saved? Are you still saved? That's what he used to say. And for those of one sort of thing and another sort of thing, would go, ooh, and all that stuff and everything. But also, he, he used to say, are, are you gossiping? No, 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 no. Well, you need to gossip. Gossip the gospel. Gossip the gospel. That's what you need to be doing. Gossiping the gospel. Telling people about Jesus. So that people hear of what's happening. We, we, we can hear about the, the bad things, but let's get the good things in the community. Let's get what God is doing in the community and realize there. He's worth talking about. He says, who touched my clothes? And then, then she fell down before him and told him the whole truth. 
She needed to speak it out so that others around could sit here as well. Others need to hear what God has done. Look what the Lord has done. Look what he's done. Reach out and touch him as he passes by. You know, in all these things, I believe anyway in my own heart that faith declares that God did it. God has done this. He's brought me through this and he's going to bring me through that. Five years ago, I was, you know, with the cancer and all that stuff and I thought, how am I going to get through this? God brought me through. God brought me through. He can bring you through. You know, I'm not saying that he's always going to bring healing into everyone's body because God is God. God is sovereign over all and he decides. But the important thing is wherever we're at, he brings us through. But as I said at the beginning, it's one day at a time inviting him in to our situation and see what he can do. See what he can do. You know, another song, an old song, it is no secret what God can do, what he's done for others. Guess what? It can do for you. That's, that's God. That's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do for each and every one of us. And when he does it for us, we tell others. Not about us, but we tell others. Why? Just as Jesus brought her here and she fell down and told the truth. Why did she need to say that? To glorify God. To give God the glory. Look what the Lord has done. Look what he's done. This is what the purpose of that. Jesus is worth talking about. Faith declares that God has done this. All this happened because she heard, she heard what Jesus can do. She heard it. Who are we speaking it out? Are we speaking it out? Because there's a, there's a song that um, we sing, and I think you, you do sing it here as well. Speak Jesus. Speak Jesus. You know, and when I first heard that, there's a line in that speak Jesus for my family. I broke down. I got so emotional because my family need Jesus. And how, I, I, they're in England. I, I speak to them, but I need to declare and speak Jesus over my family. We need to speak Jesus over our community. We need to speak Jesus over the situation and circumstances. It says that, that, that speak Jesus in the streets, speak, speak Jesus in the darkness over every en enemy. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. If you live around this area, just go around speaking Jesus. You don't, you know, speak Jesus. I speak Jesus over this community. I speak Jesus over the Shankill Road. I speak Jesus over the Woodvale. And speak Jesus everywhere. Just speak him out. And I, I believe that when you, if you do that, if you put your faith to, to, to your feet and start saying that, people start coming and talking to you. People start challenging you. you know, what are you doing? Just speaking Jesus. What do you mean? And then you opportunity of reaching out, praying for the community, praying for people to be saved, praying that God can break through into people's lives because that's what he wants to do, that's what he did for this woman, for 12 years no one bothered with her all of a sudden she was a new woman why? because she touched she touched the garment, just the M, just one little touch, she didn't even touch Jesus, she touched what he was wearing and out of him came the healing that she was seeking. 
Speak Jesus over situation. I want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Why? Because I know there's peace. I know there's peace in Jesus. Every day in our life, things happen. Things happen and we're not sure what's going to happen here. You know, we have a prayer chain, same as you do uh, here in the church. And the stuff that you're praying for and we're praying for, you just think, Lord, what are we going to do? But we can't do anything but speak Jesus over the situation. And see God move. See God do amazing things. This whole experience of this woman came because she heard. It came because she reached out. And she was made whole. Something happened and now I know. He touched me. He touched me. And now I am whole. What a saviour. What, what a, a God, a mighty God that we serve. And you know what? He wants to touch us here tonight. I believe that with all my heart. You know, what or who are we reaching out to? When we are in situation, what are we reaching out to? And it doesn't have to be sickness. It could be an emotional, which is also a sickness. It could be financial. It could be whatever. But where do we run to? Who do we run to? And I want to encourage you, be like this woman and run to the Saviour. Run to Jesus. Because none of us here in this room can say, well, I didn't know about Jesus. Because we're, we're listening about him. We're reading the word of God about him. Jesus wants to do something in our lives. But I don't know you all. I don't know where you're all from or what you're at. Or, but he does. And because he does, he can do a work. He can do a work as well. The challenge for us, if you like, is are we willing to reach out and receive that one touch? Because he's here. He's here. Are we willing to speak Jesus over our family, over relationships? Do you know something just came into, into my mind? And I'm not saying that I'm not looking at anyone. I'll just look at the clock. And, uh, you know, I believe there's, there's a relationship here that is struggling, family relationship, and you don't know what to do. <clears throat> Let me tell you, speak Jesus over it. Invite him in. Speak Jesus and name whoever it is and allow him to do a work. But be willing, be willing to walk forward and do something. Even what, what about this and what about that? What about Jesus? Speak Jesus. This woman was in a situation with all these people. What about if they pushed me away? What about if they... No, no. If I just touch him, things can change. Tonight, if you just reach out, one touch, just one touch from him, and things will change. Let's just bow our heads. <coughs> Maybe the worship team can come up. But before... We sing the last song. I, I asked Naomi if we could sing that. You know, we speak Jesus. But before that, just before we start to sing, I just want to, every head's bowed, because I believe tonight that Jesus wants to do something. I really believe that in my heart. And I'm not just saying that, because those of you who know me, I, I don't normally will do this, but I believe that Jesus wants to do something. And I know there's a prayer team that's right, isn't it, Matt? That the prayer team 
we want to pray with you. But I want, if, if there's anyone here tonight, while everyone's eyes are closed, if, if there's a situation or circumstance, I'm not going to ask you to come to the front, but if you need Jesus to touch you, I want you to raise your hand and reach out to him. I want to reach, you to reach out and say, Lord, I can't do this, but I'm reaching to you. I'm reaching to you because I know you can. I know you can. And, and I believe, you know, there is people here tonight who are saying, I'm trying to work this out myself. You don't need to. Speak Jesus. Let Jesus help you through this. Let Jesus do something in your life. Just going to leave it for a couple more minutes. If anyone else, just, they want to just raise their hand and just say, Jesus, I need you. I need you. I need you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, 